Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome along to the Wiseman's Here podcast, where we have a couple of games to talk about, as per usual now. Bit of sta- bit standard, that, isn't it? This championship. We might not be enjoying the football, but we're enjoying having more things to talk about, mm. rather than trying to milk some stuff out yeah, we talk over about two more episodes de- a week. More de- two defeats a week now, yeah. <laughs> two or two po- negative results a week to enjoy. Mm. Where was it negative or positive? Well, we'll, we'll ask that. We've, we've got Everton as well, so we will mention that. And obviously, we can't really ignore the uh, the Martin Bain quote sort of have made the pressure day, so we'll have a little chat about that as well. Myself, Stephen Goldsmith and Gareth Barker are joined by Michael Loff again, coming a bit of a regular now, Michael, so uh, I'm not even going to ask how you're doing, I'm just going to introduce you and then move on. We're also joined by Frankie Francis. Long Hi, time everyone. since you've been in with us, Frankie. Yeah, it's been a while. The studio's gone all like sci-fi since the last time I, I was in. <laughs> really? Wow, it's, it's been a long time. Has, yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you've still got that cardboard cut out of Rihanna, or oh, is it? No, it's Beyonce. Not Rihanna. 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 Yeah, people when when I was doing shifts here before, uh, people would come in and see it in the background and say, "Oh, you've got Whitney Houston over there." So <laughs> that's more. Yeah, it's like your dad was in. That's just what people would say. So it's just an observation. So I'm just excusing them. <laughs> Thanks. Steve. Basically, um, I don't know why I was thinking this, frankly, but I'd be interested to hear somebody from London say your name because it would be really different it's, to how. Would you make it sound like a mob, would, mobster who used to knock yeah. around with the craze, maybe? But because it would just sound so different from the way we say it, wouldn't it? Frankie Francis. Yeah. Maybe. Well, well, next time you do one of those uh, live podcasts down there, just get someone on stage to do that. (laughs) We could. (laughs) (laughs) No. Or next time we get an opposition guest of a London team on, we'll ask him to say it. Get that fella from West Ham, we'll just get him on. Can you say that? And then clip it and put it in. Strong accent, that. It was a very strong accent. Very strong West no, East End, End actually. East End. East End. East End. Ironic, right. aren't they, because of West Ham? Yeah, well, that's what we mean in West Ham, East End. Well, it's confused me, that. Clinging on to the Premier League. And <laughs> and East Enders, they all support West Ham in that as well, but of course, well, that's, that's what Exactly, yeah. East End of London, isn't it? In it? I'm even saying in it. You're so, you're so rad. What a terrible start <laughs> of the show, this is. <laughs> well, what do you want to talk about? A draw at Hull? Hull away. It was all right, wasn't it? Actually, Positives, though. From it, from the game, uh, I've made Let's some notes there. here. Well, I made some notes. Um, Vaughan, I think you have to say, 
centre forward's performance and a goal that he yeah. was much needed goes without saying. Mm. Callum McManaman again his performance before he sort of yeah. burned himself out a little bit. Yeah. I know you made some good points about about what he did when he burned himself out. So we'll have a look at that. The Thanks back, very much. The back four as well, defence. Yeah, held it together yeah. quite well. Yeah. yeah, and actually you're going through them all too quickly. It's not because we, they would go back and yeah. talk. I just made some notes. So <laughs> and surprisingly, our away forms all right. Mm. It's kind of sneaked up on you, that fact, hasn't it? Because mm. we've been so dreadful on the whole. Away from home, we've only lost the one. So what do you want to talk about out of those things first? Or should we just move on? Just move on, <laughs> yeah. You would have um, made the bit where I said you made a good point, don't you? No, I'm not, I've forgotten what that good point was. <laughs> um, no, Vaughan, I said on the last show, I thought Vaughan probably had his best game for us against... Um, who did we play Forest. last? Forest, yeah. Mm. It's too many games, too many defeats. Um, yeah, against Forest, thought he did quite well. Um, we didn't sort of hit him, you know, over the top every time and try and make him win headers to to nobody, which probably doesn't help him. Um, he did all right, and then, you know, he probably sh- should have scored shortly after he got his first. Really, when he did really well to rob the defender, got yeah. in behind and. Sort of drove it at the keeper's legs, but I think you got to credit him for the fact he was ill. Yeah, apparently two days, two days spewing before yeah turned up. Funny that because I've been physically sick watching him for like. (laughs) Sorry, James. You've been waiting to do that one. No, I haven't. No, no, I haven't. No, I just came up with it then. I don't think that was improvised at all. Do you think that says more about the fact that we haven't got any other strikers, rather than you know? Yes, and leaving him in to try and get a goal. Yeah, and it's interesting the way he would have portrayed game now as well. Because I think when he was him and Grabham were playing up front, he thought, right, I'm going to be the one who does the work here, the the not nice stuff. And it wasn't nice, <laughs> let's be honest, uh, to watch either. But now he's like the focal point, and he thinks I've got to get some goals here. And he's he's almost well, I was going to say he's changed the way he's played, but he, he would have to. Wouldn't I would he? like to think you would have been thinking, I need to get some goals. Like uh, sooner than Saturday, like, but you know, maybe he hasn't been. Maybe that's been the problem. <laughs> what I mean is, though, I guess he didn't think he was the one who had to take up certain positions in the box and stuff like that. And well, he thought he would be the one with the flick-ons and stuff there. like that. So now he's a focal point. He's got to change the way he plays. He's got to adapt, doesn't he? Like, like anybody who changes positions in, on the football field. It was a nice, you know, brilliant ball in by McManaman as well. Mm-hmm. I mean. We talked about again and said he probably beat his man six, seven times out of ten. Um, and his delivery is good. Like, his final ball is good. Um, really unlucky in the second half as well with that shot. Really well saved by the by the keeper for Hull. So, but yeah, he he made the... I mean, I think he went off celebrating on his own because he, he was kind of celebrating his partner going, he? <laughs> Um, when everyone was going to congratulate Well, he'll thrive on assists, won't he? And he's well, not played much well, football in the last couple well, of years. When he signed, he said, didn't he? He wants to get our people, beat them, make some goals and score some goals. So, you know, he's already got a couple. He's already created a couple, hasn't he? Yeah. So, in three games. Um, and you do think when McGeady comes back in, on the other side, potentially, mm-hmm. is there another side in the league who's probably got two out-and-out wingers who can match those two no. maybe careful what we say because we were saying at the start of the season nobody had a centre midfield to match out was either well you could still argue <laughs> you, you, you could argue the that on paper, the like, the ap- maybe the application of those players is wrong I just think we mentioned before the whole game didn't we we look at centre midfield I know we've kind of moved on quickly um, from your good point about McMahon which we haven't <laughs> mentioned yet um, where we were saying maybe toying the idea of changing it a little bit and that we were perhaps too conservative and reserved in that 
do you need two players like Ndong Katamoto to sit back and be a platform in the championship? And from what I've seen from the opposition, probably not. And you can afford to be a little bit more adventurous. That might change with McManaman and McGeady in the side. Yeah. I was going to say, it, it, against Forrest, it didn't really work because Williams found, for some reason, Williams found himself um, quite deep getting the ball and stuff like that. And I think what, what he had in mind, Grayson, was to put Catmull uh, and then Dong as a kind of, they were the deeper players and that Williams do his thing in, in front of them kind of thing. But maybe the, it got, they clicked uh, at the weekend and that was a positive to see Williams further up the pitch and, you know, uh, think, run around and do what he do. Do you not think that with Williams or he looks a little bit, I mean, he's obviously playing as a 10, but he doesn't really look much of a goal threat, does he? He doesn't really get into the box, doesn't really, he kind of comes, like you say, comes short for the ball. Yeah. He's like neat and tidy. And I think yeah. he's a. I think he's a good link-up player. Like C- around, certainly, yeah. I think he's good because, like Frankie pointed out, he'll drop deep to get the ball. So that's a good thing in the sense. And he's got, as as I say, he's neat and tidy. His distribution's fairly good, so he'll be able to supply like McGeady when he comes back and McManaman, and that can help. But um, just quickly to go back there, what we're saying about James Vaughan, um, I do hope in the next few weeks, like like you all pointed out earlier, that. Our system can improve, and it will improve Vaughan's game as well. So we'll be having like players who will be near him because my biggest criticism of our system so far has been we've basically plunked like James Vaughan up front and just said hip long balls up to him, like that's your outlet. But nobody's been like kind of making runs beyond him or mm. getting near him. And I think he's um, carried the can like and took a lot of criticism when he hasn't really been warranted because we haven't set ourselves up to get the best out of James Vaughan when he's your only striker. You kind of need to do that. So I just hope going forward that. We can have attacking options and get near him, and it can benefit like the whole team as well. Just for going forward, I think you know what's interesting. I was thinking about this today about Williams, and he doesn't really. I don't know how many goals he scored when for the other teams he's been at. I know he was at Ipswich for quite a while, wasn't he? I think he's been on there on loan there twice, and don't I don't recall him being somebody like a big goal scorer. You just wonder. He's somebody could who he, keeps possession. But he could he and, well could he be the person who could drop into that two if one came out and he could be the yeah I don't driver. Say, I don't say Williams is a ten I think he's somebody who could keep the ball for you um, but he's I'd, definitely playing that yeah but I don't, of the three. I, no of course well you would wouldn't you yeah. with the, with the three we have but I don't think he's um, could you move could I don't you think even, he's got a flair for number ten could or? you even move like say Honeyman inside and play him off the front if he's mm-hmm. going to play because that's his position he's not a winger no. and then put Williams deeper and then all of a sudden you've you've sort of cr- put a button, bit more energy in the middle of the park two players mm-hmm. who are a bit more forward thinking but willing to do the work back over um, I'd be you know I'd, I'd be happy with that maybe and I guess he the, might think that's a bit lightweight but if he had two of your three midfielders uh, quite small and yeah but Captain Moles Arley's I know he's a physical player, but he's he's hardly a, you know, like a physical he can presence. He's tenacious, that's it. But then, yeah, I mean, Catamore, disappointing um, again, and it's a real shame because, like we were saying, you know, we thought they should really realistically be the, the best two centre midfielders in the league. And I don't know, he's just. I'm trying to think the word to describe his overall. He's just, he seems to be reaching for everything. He's not quite there. Um, you know, there was a, there was an incident at, at, where Ndong kind of laid it off to him once we were trying, we were kind of trying to break away, like clear our lines, and he gave the ball, like he just knocked it off for for Catamol, and Catamol 
it wasn't the best pass in the world, but he still should have got it. Mm. Catamore like waited for the ball. He didn't like go to get no. it, and then he like lunged in and missed. And then they were like two. They had two men ahead of the ball where they shouldn't have, and you know they were they were thirty yards from goal with with players going beyond our our defence. Um, and that's not very Catamore like. You don't expect Catamore to wait for the ball, no. do you? you? Expect him to go to the ball, and he's just a little bit. And hesitant, I would say he's very at the moment. There's something he's just not comfortable seemed, with, uh, yeah, w- w- yeah. whether it's the system or whether it's his age. Because well, he's what tw- he's had the injuries. I was 29. Yeah, well, and, and, and this can ha- and this can happen with any footballers. You, footballers play at a top level, and sometimes the the whether it be through injuries or just in some stages you can't really explain what it is. But sometimes the peak at a younger age, don't they? And he's another year older. Whether it's that. Or whether it's something that's not working for him in this system, or with this partnership within Dong, there's something not clicking there, is there? I mean, you could argue the partnership within Dong was probably more <laughs> effective last year than it has been this year, even oh, though really effective last year, <laughs> weren't we? Yeah. But yeah, is it, you know what I mean. As a functioning unit in the game, but I think that's probably down to the kind of football in the Premier League and the kind of football in the Championship. It's not really an excuse, but I feel like we've been here before. We've cut them all at the start of the season where we talk about his performances and we say, oh, he's never really got going. And then five or ten games later, we stood around talking about the same player, but we're saying, oh, he's really taking the whole of the games and he's a bit of a driving force in the team. So maybe that's just his kind of Achilles heel. He just, at the start of the season, it takes him a while to get going. But, I mean, how many games have we had this season? How many uh, can you give him? I know. I'm, I'm not, as I say, it's not an excuse and like it's yeah. not good for us to be talking about as fans. We have the personnel or player you've just suggested there that. That um, well, you're just saying the person I've got Gibson's sitting there, probably yeah. wondering what he's got to do for a chance. What's his more like mobility wise? What's he going to offer you? You know, well, not, not, not much different to Cat exactly. And you, I just feel as though we need a bit more energy in there, yeah. Yeah. you know. Mm. I, I think I'm not sure like, Gibson will give you energy, he'll give you no, good he ball retention, exactly. Yeah, he would, yeah. I mean, that, that's one thing, and he's probably likely to stride onto things and have a shot more often than maybe Catmull would, like technically. For yeah. Maybe you, you might get the odd goal from him if he's arriving on the ball, but he's not. He's, he's not someone who's going to drive into space. He's going to wander into space, and if the ball falls to him, he might do something good from an attacking perspective. He has plenty of flaws, Gibson. But the one thing I do like about him when you talk about his ball retention, when he gets a ball, often his first passes forward. And when yeah. you're playing at home, and when we're trying to get the ball forward quicker into the front men, then I do think he might be a better option than like some of the people playing at the minute in this position. Oh, I also Jack Rodwell. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I also don't think we've seen. I still don't think we've seen the full potential of Ndong yet. And I think, yeah. with confidence, he could, he, she should be a great player. You know, mm. he's got all the attributes of a great player. And with confidence, you know, a few wins and a few good performances, you know, you might see a completely different player out of him, which would give you the energy in midfield. You know, we need win. Yet. We need results, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yes, yes. Uh, because <laughs> I, I guess that he might be thinking like we are. It's frustrating that you think this team could be much better with. McGeady and with Duncan Watmore in, with Paddy McNair and even a lot. Like, yeah, I do yeah. feel like I do wonder how much he's been built up, and um, when he's not <laughs> when he's not playing and we're all expecting this like superstar to roll in it's the It's a Fraser Campbell and, uh, effect, isn't it? Yeah, well, <laughs> it happens sometimes that though, doesn't it? Well, I think um, a bit, what was a little bit disappointing on Saturday um, from the managerial perspective was those comments he made after the game. I kind of felt mm, you've had but you've had Grabbin available and you've had McGeady available in games. Mm. Um, I think he'd argue, he'd argue it's new players, a new system. Yeah, you, you would. You need games to. You haven't had this to mould But they've been. But then it's only eight games, and he's saying they're missing, and we need them back. We do need them back, but and like 
it was all it just reminded us of the West Ham game. I know obviously we lost that game, we drew this one. The West Ham game last season where we went there and decided after they were there for the taking. They were there to be beaten. But yeah. after fifty five minutes or so we went well, we're just settling for a point. Did they? Or was that it, was that down to fatigue or was that down was that you know, was it it was, was it by fault or by no, design? It was, dysfun- it was just dysfunctional because there was there was there was no out ball for starters. Um the changes were you could argue were probably negative. Well they were definitely negative in the sense that Billy Jones came on for for Callum McManham and we had two right backs on the right hand side and it was like Moyes two, wasn't it? I mean, right backs galore. You know, like where at the start of last season there always seemed to be two right backs on the pitch <laughs> and he or sometimes three at the end <laughs> of a game. Like Love and Jones in certain midfield and things like that and Mankeo. I mean I mean you could argue that all three of them shouldn't even be in at right back and they were like all on the pitch in different positions. Um yeah, it was a we just invited them on. We didn't. We just well, it, negative, felt, it felt as though we just didn't. It's one of the negatives I've written we down because this happened at Sheffield yeah. Wednesday as well, didn't it? Yeah, we weren't. Be- to be fair, you could probably argue Sheffield Wednesday forced Sunderland back a bit, put the pressure on. Whereas it felt like we Hull, we just invited them, we let them. We were like we we decided we were satisfied and we're going to see this out. And to be fair to Corney and uh, Wilson, I thought they had a, like, the pair of them had good, good games. Good, yeah. mm-hmm. I think Matthews as well. I think. He's actually played quite well the last yeah. two games when he's yeah. been in there. I, I tweeted against Carlisle, he he's as bad as would yeah, happen. Yeah. And in the last couple of games, I'm thinking he's starting to make me... Yeah. Uh, well, good. He's still, oh, well, it's about wrong. time, isn't it? Exactly. Be wrong. Yeah, we put two million quid for him. And it's, yeah. t- it's taken three years for him More to, than for him to make me squad. doubt myself that he's not one of the worst we've ever had because of that performance <sighs> of Carlisle, he looked like he, he still was. So, no, good on him. And no, he can sing yeah. as well, Frankie. Did you see that? He can sing. I saw he's done a video chair. going around. I'm not sure what song it was. But it was his initiation. Was I can't good. remember what song What's this initiation thing that's going around? It's, it's a, a Bonnie, uh, Wilfred Bonnie sang his own song, it is. His own song? Yeah, his own, his own <laughs> oh, chant. That's and he went back to Swansea. David Brent, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, dear. No, he was, he, and he's, got, he's got good lungs on him, hasn't he? he yeah. Could, he could sing. I know, he might be on a pizza advert or something in the future <laughs> go up against hey we can all dream go up, go up against the rivals <laughs> local, the, the local band uh, sort of sing off and then each band can get a tribute to do a pizza but we could be yeah. the the hub of pizza advertising yeah. across the world if oh, we the really hunting. worked hard yeah, the obviously you can't endorse that no no but at this rate the way my music career is going it's going to be Chilinos is the best I can hope <laughs> I don't know what's the matter with Chilinos like. <laughs> nothing, nothing on a Saturday when you're mortal exactly yeah <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it at all yeah Domino's are on see the phone see they've kicked me up yeah. Domino's texts off you texting you going hey you're talking about rival pizza shops but you know, maybe you know the, the Matthews is enjoying his best time here at Sunderland and his, and his whole period of time he's been at the club you know you couldn't imagine him standing on a chair singing when he first came to the club and certainly not under the previous manager well, you know, do you know what I mean does that mean you that wonder why off? he's doing his initiation when he's been here three years he got loaned out pretty quickly didn't well, he? Maybe, yeah. exactly, maybe that's why he's so good he's had so many like clubs in the last three years <laughs> he's done so many initiations <laughs> it's like practice but it, yeah but, it's, but was it Advocate who brought him in and then yeah. Loaned him yeah. out as well. He had a nightmare against Exeter in the cup. I remember all three oh, of their goals in the first half came down yeah, their side, and he was hooked. Yeah. And then at Exeter, all three of Exeter's goals. Yep, we conceded three against Exeter. We scored six goals. So was fine. We did, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that wasn't good, was it? Um, Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Jack Rodwell score in that game? He scored he twice. Yeah. Two and before got a hat trick, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah. 
Good old days. Yeah. Halcyon days. <laughs> Didn't um was it what more got the other or Gooch or something? What more? He like half kicked the ball out the keeper's hands, he's like really oh, hesitant right, coming yeah. out for us and he like nicked in and scored. Reviewing we've talked more about the Exeter game than, than the whole game, that's good, isn't it? Um what are the negatives are there? So nothing in the tank again. From and and, and he's he made the um the suggestion again, like managers perform, he's got nothing to put on from the bench. Which says a lot about players like Lyndon Gooch, which is a point you keep. You keep well, making. don't you making it sound like I hate Lyndon Gooch. You, you do. You've got I a do, t-shirt I on saying I, I hate, hate Lyndon Gooch. Gooch. I can see it. Yeah. Well, you hated Jermaine Defoe, so Lyndon Gooch is insane. <laughs> yeah, I despise Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> Still stand by the point in Jermaine Defoe, by the way. That signing cost Poyet his job. But anyway. Not um, necessarily a bad thing. No, I don't know. It hasn't really gone well. It's probably gone better for Defoe since <laughs> the, the, the sort of strange uh, dovetail in the their two careers um, but yeah uh, Gooch again, like didn't really do anything when he came on looks a little bit off the pace um, but they've got to see we don't have a big enough squad to send somebody like Gooch out on loan but that's what he needs you feel like that's what he needs we can't now can you you no, can't well, do the emergency loans anymore can you anyway no. during the mm. season I don't think I think they stopped it but I mean not even necessarily now and it just generally need, he needs like a loan he mm. needs a loan away but the squad the way it is that's not going to happen we'll get on to that in a little bit with, with Bain uh, I'll put just the fact David Myler scored down as a negative oh, as well because well, you never yeah. want one of your old players to score games I thought it was going to be last week I was convinced it was going to be yeah. last well, for a free kick. <laughs> well, well, they had a free kick right on the edge of the area, right on half time, and I was just like, "What's on like a dodgy strain?" I was just sat there looking at it, thinking, "Oh, this is going, it's going in." Like I looked away, and next thing I saw the ball in the crowd. So I'm like, "All oh, right, that's a seven we know and love, isn't it?" So, <laughs> two and a half years apparently since his last goal. Really, it's criminal that. Isn't it, really? I think that was against yeah. the free kick against Tottenham. For him, that's <laughs> you know terrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was thinking about him actually going. You know, wonder if he could have been somebody who had slotted in instead of like Catamore, maybe. Absolutely yeah. not. We were talking before about a lack of energy, and that's one thing yeah, that Larson yeah. did not bring no, to the table last he didn't season. Really, he was he was anonymous in the game, wasn't he? At Very the pedestrian, yeah. Yeah, he didn't really offer much. Um, he, he pointed a loss, which is always a positive. Yeah, yeah. I love that. But <laughs> they, 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 it was it was obvious one of them was going to get you because he had like Campbell and Larson <laughs> and uh, Myler on the yeah. pitch at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he was just like waiting, weren't you, for like one of them to score? And uh, well, if we're talking negative, has before against their goal was pretty weak. But do you put it down to keeper? It was a slight deflection. A couple of people, couple of people have tweeted like, about that actually blaming the keeper. And I know there's been a bit of a a discussion about that, hasn't it? Yeah, well, like, where I the mean, blame lies for that deflection, goal. wasn't there? There's a clear yeah, deflection. Yeah. But I'll, I'll play in goal, and like when you when you set yourself in like, the way of a right to set himself, the slightest nick. It completely changed the deviation of a ball, and if you're, as I say, if you're already set in your position, you, you haven't got hope in hell, really. Like when it's back close to him. Post as well, wasn't it? Again. Uh, it was, I mean, to be fair, if there's no deflection, then he's, he's got all day long. If, if he goes through him there, then it's a fair criticism. But for me, as I say, when he's took a nick so close to him, he's already set himself. I don't think there's a huge amount yeah. he can do. We never seem to get these goals, do we? These lucky breaks no. when, <laughs> when we're chasing a goal. Like against Forest, and you just thought we've got. Nothing to break them down here, and if that was Sunderland, there would have been like we went in off someone's backside or something, or something comical would have happened, yeah. wouldn't it? What are so, you looking for? No, I'm just looking at that tweet. So it was at KevSaf22 said, Right, Rich fault for four goals in three games now, time to bring Steele back. Apart from a PR stunt friendly, what did Steele do wrong? 
Anyone got any thoughts on that? I thought Stavis should have saved Leeds' second goal as well. I thought he, he said done. that. Yeah. Any 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 strong opinions on that? I think the, the issue is we don't really have an outstanding keeper. Much of a muchness, isn't it? Exactly. And last season we were so used to like kind of Jordan Pickford performing heroics on a weekly basis. Now we've got two kind of like well very moderate goalkeepers. It looks like so far. And you've just got it, and they've both got different strengths and weaknesses as well, which is annoying. Whereas Wright seems to be quite good at command his area, like taking cross etc., which I thought he did well against. Well, that, I would say that's something you'd be critical of of him in previous games. Mm-hmm. Right there, he doesn't come like he wasn't. He was just rooted to his line all the time, like Barnsley, the second goal. Yeah, if yeah. you look how deep where where Browning is when he heads that ball, and it wasn't like the heavily whipped like cross. You know, really, all you need to do is take two steps out and take the ball away but obviously Browning heads it up in the air and they score and you just think and it, it was that it was in the post I guess it's a strange one because um, we saw like right uh, albeit in the in the Carabao Cup game but he was outstanding at Carlisle yeah, he come and um, got everything didn't he he was absolutely yeah. outstanding that night he made some terrific saves and and when you're a goalkeeper like good saves are good saves it doesn't matter whether it's a Premier League or you're playing a conference side but as, it, as it say, was his presence that game it, that oh, exactly. surprised me. He came out and he cleared everything in his, in his sights. It's a strange one. I think I've seen him, and I, I don't know if he lacks confidence or what. But I thought you were going to say like I, I think I've seen him in Asda or something. <laughs> no, no, but when he um, but when he like gave interviews when he first came, and he still does. He sounds a little bit kind of like overawed by the whole thing. Mm. He's like really like talking about like all oh, this like wonderful, magnificent stadium and that. And I know that all players talk the club up when they come in, but. He does seem like a little bit awestruck when he references that Arsenal game where we stopped up under Avocar and he was like in the stands that day watching and he on about the support and everything. And as I say, I wonder with him maybe he's just like nerved to a certain degree yeah, when you've like got a great opportunity that he wants to. Yeah, exactly. He wants and, to and, and he wants it that badly, and I think mm. Steele maybe suffers from that a little bit as well. I think I thought Wright had a good game at the weekend. I, I think he did. Yeah, and I like think he it's... made one outstanding save good, from that yeah, header. Outstanding save, and, um, I, and I think at some point um, I certainly wouldn't be thinking about putting Steele back in any time soon because I think at some point down the line Grayson has to come out and say, "Right, he's my number one goalkeeper." You need consistency with goalies, don't you? Like exactly, you know, exactly. Would you, do you think you'll put Steele back in for the cup game? Or? Oh, should we talk about the next and come back? Shall we? Yeah, well, let's go do on, a then. jingly thing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Well, Sunderland are playing Everton this week again in the uh, as a Carabao Cup. Is that it? Is that what it is? They just call it a League Cup, the Milk Cup, <laughs> the Rumbelows Cup, Cup, yeah, the Worthington's Cup. Worthington's me, me Cup. Coca Cola. naming all these brands yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> me mates Grandy used to call them the called it the Hokey Cokey Cup. <laughs> 
I'll be happy with yeah. that. We're never, we're never in though, we're always out. Oh. I'll see you guys doing jokes again. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's quite good. It was in a terrible, bad kind of way. Yeah, well. You mentioned before we we got onto the Everton game there, um, you know, I asked what you think Bain should do with the keeper. Now, it's a bit different um, being in this position, isn't it? Because historically, we might be playing against a side in a, a lower down than us at home in in one of these rounds in the cup. We're now going to Everton, who are probably going to change their side. And it, it makes for interesting debate what he should do. The players are clearly knackered against Hull in, in other games towards the end. I would suggest I would like to see him keep the back five as it is because I think defenders and goalkeepers need him to create another standing with each other. can't play Browning, obviously, and, yeah. and uh, or, um, or Galloway, yeah, or Shea's injured, so you can't really make any changes in the back. I guess you could bring in Billy Jones or Donald Love. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or you could play them all. I mean, yeah, we could, and there's a place for them mm. all if they want it. But it's important that they build up, you know, because it's been it's been individual errors and just sloppy defenders cost us. So you sort that out mm. first, and you you know keep that Absolutely. back four well, together, that, that, back I, five together. I guess you could argue that. I think you'll change your keeper. By the way, the last I do as well. The last um, the last two games, we've, we've obviously lost one nil, drew one all, but we. We didn't look under pressure really in in the first game, and obviously we've given it away with that stupid mistake. And then in in the game at the weekend, yeah, we were under pressure, but we dealt with it really well. Yeah, that's Just, a frustration. We should be talking about six points, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. Like, well, it, even if four would yeah. be better than one, you know. Mm. Obviously, because that's how maths works. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. What? How well, is he going to change it up, though? I, I, do you think he'll keep the same back four? Because I I I think he, somebody like Billy Jones hasn't been playing. I, I think they yeah, put him in. I think he put Jones in. Which personally for me, I would like to see if that the back four they played on Saturday is the back four he thinks is is right going forward. I would, would rather see them play again mm. personally. Absolutely, no, I agree. I would. I mean, the the risk is the injury, and you know, injuries or whatever. Uh, can you? Yeah. Can you take all injuries are part of the risk of injuries part of football, isn't it? And you can't be too, you know, how cautious do you want to be? I know it's a bit of a cliche, but you could pull a hamstring in training, couldn't you? It, it, you can try and protect people as much as you want, but like Stephen says, but it happens. Mm. And then you, I guess I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe Gooch coming up front. Up front? Yeah. Maybe um, to lead the line. Well, Vaughan's on. I think he's, he's on not going to play a Vaughan, is he? I think he's, he's on four or five. What about Madger? I don't think he's fit. No, he's nowhere near. Don't think um, he's he not even been mentioned. Well, noise where he did his knee, didn't he? Yeah. So I'm just waiting, waiting on that in- injury. Um, but no, that you know, Gooch will probably come in up front. I would have thought because I can't afford to risk Vaughan if he's on four bookings or whatever. He gets another booking. I just think I've just said there. You, you know, football is there's always gambles, but I think with Vaughan it's different. If he's only centre forward, yeah. it's fit. <laughs> and if he's got of his death better player the way again anyway, Aye. then yeah, he's going to want to rest him, isn't Definitely. He? So he should have a rest and. Uh, Maybe we'll see Gibson um, come in. I think he's definitely like for like. Yeah, um, I think you'll keep. Uh, I think you keep Ndong in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in which case that becomes the perfect opportunity for Gibson, then, doesn't it? Yeah. I know Gibson played very different caliber of opposition, but he played at Berrini played very well. I thought, um, and been surprised to see him as you know. Did, well, the last cup game, all the other people got chances, and the, some of them took them. And look, Reuters kept his place after that cup game. Um, He's looked at other players, given them a go, and he's kept them in the team. Gibson go back to his old club as well, maybe. 
There's a lot, well, loads of them going on. list is endless, isn't it? But yeah. it's never been probably a better time to play Everton in the last couple of years. What about Callum McManaman then? What about him? Well, I think you need to try and give him an hour if you well, can. Well, that's a decision to make. Does he, does he rest him because he was knackered? Or do, do you yeah, want him to get more match yeah, practice? I think he needs more match practice. Yeah. You know. Scouse lad as well, isn't it? I'm well, not sure I think he's, he was at I'm Everton. Sure no, he's he was a red kid. or blue. Oh, no, he was at Everton as a kid because he said he was in the same... I think he was in the same youth setup as Jack Rodwell, I think he said. Yeah, I think so, it's a better me, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, the, the, the old cliches are coming out that you'll have a point to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all we need to do is have Jack Rodwell at centre-back <laughs> and then everyone will be happy. Yeah, that, that's gone quiet, isn't it? That's yeah, well, a lot of things have gone quiet. <laughs> around, yeah. Half can't hear, can't hear anything else but the booze. So for him, for him at the moment, it was brilliant that one when he came on and like, because Williams got booked, <laughs> Williams got booked, so he took him off, brought Rodwell on. William, he literally got booked with his first thing he did within about thirty seconds. <laughs> um, it was like, oh yeah, that's he's definitely on. <clears throat> Unbelievable. But, yeah, probably so Do- Billy Jones, uh, Donald Love. I think you'll find a place for as well. In the side, because I think where he, he, he would. Have, well, he would. He'd find somewhere. Right wing. He would argue that he what he needs to play these players. He needs to because our squad's weak. We've got nothing coming off the bench, so these players need match practice. No idea what kind of team Everton put, uh, will will put out. They've just got loads of number tens, haven't they? Well, Ross Barkley's not been featuring, so he'll probably play and mm. take centre stage, won't he? Probably. So lots of their players could take centre stage against us. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, they've got. Spent an absolute fortune in the summer mm. and things haven't worked out. Got a hard start, to be fair. <laughs> certainly have, but like when you're spending that money, like that's you'd a tough expect, list. You'd ex- but you'd expect to compete a little bit, a little bit more than they have. Oh, they got a draw, Man City. Was it Man City? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It did yeah. Right, at the start of the season, wasn't it? But no, they've had, they haven't had a very good either. time since. To be all right, well, uh, should we get Dave on now? Everton guest, he's on the line now. Is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you'd arrange that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> no we, we should have taken the opportunity to speak. He's definitely one of the most optimistic people I've ever well, heard. Do you know what? I've noticed he's actually he's got, he's got, having a bit of proper cumin. I've noticed like, on the Twitters well, recently because he'd gone from being our favourite guest. And he was like the oracle, wasn't he? Telling yeah. us, "Don't worry, this will happen. This will happen." And it did. But he told us to back Moyes, and he he said everything will be all right with uh, with Moyes. So not spoken to him since. No, he's off for Christmas. Lost his magic touch, has he? Yeah. He knows Neville Southall, though. Let's get him on. Why yeah, not? He seems like he's a good egg. Doesn't he? he likes, he's, just, he's had a few eggs in his time, hasn't he? Oh, loads. <laughs> loads of sauce. Odds. What's <laughs> that film where, they, where, he, where he eats however many boiled eggs in, oh, yeah, in an hour? Is it Dustin Hoffman? can't remember. I remember being oh, traumatised when I saw it. Yeah, somebody tweet us and tell us he just eats all these boiled eggs as like a... Challenge. Bet. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure Neville Southall's won that bet <laughs> on many occasions Gareth's been in the bantables tonight like I knew before he came in yeah after I came in I came in Stephen's car which is a bit like the bantables <laughs> I was on like the, the compass bus uh, on the way down from Team Valley which uh, comes on and he, he's got music on and that pumping out serious so stuck a tabs on it on the bus so he's obviously had like a cigarette well, yeah, <laughs> in I, the uh, thing the, our drummer Dave says this, the, until very recently there was a, uh, a bus service that went from Merton to the town where you were allowed to smoke on it <laughs> well, <laughs> Says a lot you, about weren't. Yeah. Yeah. No. you weren't the driver let you yeah the driver let <laughs> yeah. you I didn't even get a ticket I gave me money just on the bus no bus ticket he's got the tunes to banging out on the bus like he's got the radio on he's in this like, DNA in this DNA I'm surprised somebody didn't film it and grass him on Twitter 
to the bus uh, company because yeah. that, that's the way it goes now isn't it yeah, uh, could you please it. explain why your driver is yeah. letting people smoke lost him his on job. the bus yeah so I have a lovely little job driving around <laughs> from 939 Team Valley to Sunderland via Concord lovely old jobs thinking I'll do this and then go down the club and that a few pints <laughs> And now he's, his life's over. <laughs> Ruined his life. Just spiralling into depression. Spiralling into depression, deep into depression. For, for retweets. For retweets, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what we did. That's what everyone would be like initially doing the whole, yeah, well done for grassing him. And then someone would tweet the opinion that it was Shan to grass him. And then everyone would turn... On the on the original yeah. tweet, and then their Fair life enough. would be ruined. Should be big bad big bad big, grass. Big, big bad grass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, should, we, should we spend five minutes talking about the the bin quartz? Well, yeah. I mean, we really. wanted we we. It's not what we wanted here. Let's get that out. No, but Let, like, if it, anyone was thinking he was going to say anything different than the truth, then you know, it was the truth. That is what is happening. You've said it earlier. Well, he said that they said they were going to. Tell us what the plans were. I guess if you said it before the transfer window closes, people would have been fuming, wouldn't they? Well, they're fuming now. Like, what <laughs> well, difference would it have made? Different I would have rather get out of the way and do it early. I, I think perhaps he could have done it um, when people were relatively happy, I think, with the dealings we did on deadline day. Sort of, if you say, put a statement out on the 1st or 2nd of September, saying, like, explain the situation, I think people might have been a little bit more receptive before we went and lost against Sheffield United, Forest, and got the disappointing draw at the weekend. So... I just think with a lot of fans, they're just sick of hearing bad news. And I know, like Gareth said, it's realistic and it is the truth. But it's just it's incessant, isn't it? Every time you see someone from Sunderland, it's more bad news, more negativity, and it does drag you down. But I think you're exactly right. It's it, it's the reality of the situation that we're in. And although Short is largely at fault for a lot of the problems at the football club over the years, the actions he's taken now to try and put it right, you can't really blame him for and argue with. Would people say he's been too extreme with it? Well, it has to be extreme. No, but no. But, but, that's what I'm saying. You, you can understand why about, people would ask that question. We're talking about good when you news. talk about. I mean, yeah. because this is a pure, this is a tournament, isn't it? This is sterilising mistakes that have been made in the past. It's purification, isn't it? And it's and it's like well, it is though because we've made so many mistakes in the past, reckless mistakes, and it's gone from one extreme it seems to the other, and where there's no room for anything else. Right? No, this this is it now. You know, transparency, purity. And this is what it's going to be like, and we're all going to suffer because of it. I think, had we not brought in the money for John Pickford, I think people would be far more understanding. Because whichever way you look at it, that was almost like an unexpected lump sum of money, 30 million quid. And to play a devil's advocate, some people could say, they say, OK, well, we weren't expecting that. We're going to balance our books still, but you know what? I'm going to keep maybe this little bit to try and make us competitive in but the may, But maybe the what they market. need to do to be competitive in the transfer market is have what we've got and now and then come again, you know, in 18 months' time or whenever it may be. And it's it's harsh, but, I mean, I think it's interesting that you said it's always bad news. What 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 is good news and what is bad news? You know, like, good... It, it, like, no, I'm not... This is just a point where I'm saying good news. Good news is somebody saying... Sunderland have signed Jack Rodwell for £10 million because you go, yeah, we spent £10 million on a player. Or we people want money spent on players and that's good news because everybody else is spending money. The, that's all bad. Like, that was bad news. All of that is, was bad news because now we're in a situation where we've, we've overspent on players, managers that we've sacked and got rid of or however mutually agreed to part ways, all that sort of thing. We're still paying off people like De Canio. We're still paying off Poirier. You know, 
we're still paying wages of players who aren't at the club. Obviously, are they that, still paying those obviously Lenson, obviously Lenson. Are they still definitely paying those people? Well, the Canio was sacked quite a while ago now. Well, it, he was he had a two-year deal, didn't he? So I don't know. I mean, you know, don't have access to this kind of information. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why <laughs> not? Why when, you're the voice of the fans? You should know these things. When the club come out and have said they, uh, Martin's come out and said these these statements, it, it it just kind of it, it's a look back of all the frustrations of, of recent yeah, times, yeah. especially things like the Alvarez thing and stuff like that. Which I'm sure, you know, if Martin Bain was at the club when that deal was done, it would never have happened. Probably, you know. Um, but it, it just reminds you of things like that, and you yeah. think, God, we, what would we do with that money right now, you know? But you look at loads, like the contract extension for Defoe, which meant he could leave for free if we got relegated. <laughs> the Jack Rodwell deal, obviously. People are criticising Jack Rodwell for um, you know, having 60k a week and not taking a pay cut. Not his fault. Though, not his fault at all. Like, yeah. you negotiate the contract with him. Mm-hmm. If you were happy, if that was a if that was a sticking point, and you were happy to give him the deal on that basis. Fine, if you forgot to put the relegation <laughs> pay cut in, which I don't they must have. They must have. He's probably asked. He's probably asked but, for that not to be the case. But I then, because that was seen as a bit of a coup at the time. Unbelievably, now if you think about but it, but then that the, was seen nego- as a bit like, of a the negotiation. The time, then the negotiation. You know, that's nothing to do with Jack Rodwell. You know, you're going to go to work and go. Someone that would like to give you fifty grand a year. Mm, can I have thirty five? Contract no, it doesn't nego- happen. Contract negotiations should be as easy as they are on football championship manager. <laughs> championship manager, 93, <laughs> which I started playing last night. You can do that now. What, How time, are you on? what time are we up? I was just on it a couple of hours last night. One o'clock in the morning, <laughs> no, said. No, um, I was on it. It was simplistic, that though. I couldn't go on the new one. It would take no, up too much time. It takes for night to do a pre-season. I on wouldn't. The new I ones. couldn't. Honestly, I've I've never played on the new one for about or the newish one for about ten years. And I played it once, and it wasn't good for me. You were Before that, to it, yeah, you? and when I was addicted to it when I was a teenager, and like I dream about playing it and stuff, even though I've never played for like ten years. But you know, when you get to a point where you're playing it too much, when you go to the match, and you think, why is um, why is Jack Scott not on the bench? Oh no, he's not actually a real player. That was like twenty years in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon that like Simon Grayson before the game just goes like I want the wingers and just does two arrows, <laughs> two arrows forward. That's what's good about Championship Manager ninety three. Yeah, yeah. The strikers, two strikers, yeah. one arrow back, one arrow forward. Negotiations. If you when you have a look when you search for players, if that player wants to sign for you, the names in yellow yeah. instead of white, so you don't waste your time with all that. And then yeah. as long as you give them what they want, maybe, sign, well, maybe Simon Grayson was playing Championship Manager ninety three because, like you said. Got well, a queue of people here, well, he's got the like same, all yellows. He's got the same, <laughs> a screen of yellows. He's got the same budget as Sunderland had on the, on the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but to be fair, yeah. Grayson's certainly hitting the contain button, and he assumes we'll go goal up at the minute. Just yeah, everybody yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> no, I love it. I cleared a season in a couple of hours. I love the simplicity of it because there's no slow speed and downloads like there was obviously like in the Amiga and stuff. Yeah, and it had to keep changing discs. It just flies it through you're it. Back on it at night. No, I'm in a night off. Like I don't want for this to become a problem and for it to be a relapse. Can we do a podcast on Footy Manager instead? <laughs> Maybe that's what we should well, do. Like my session, Mike, we should I, I do. dream about a game I don't play, and I haven't played for 10 years. It's Ian not Mag- my new ones out there. Well, well, Ian McIntosh does, does that whole thing, doesn't he? Championship Manager. I was Maybe speaking, we should do I was a speaking to Ian about it when we, did the li- when we did that live show that he did with us down in London. Maybe we should do like the champi- like everyone in, in Wise Men's here. we do like a Championship Manager 93 challenge, and you've got whoever does the best is the best one at it. That's <laughs> how so it tends to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what it means like of a four-player yeah. game. Well, I don't know. There's eight or nine of us, isn't there? So we'd have to do it. We have to work it out. I don't think you can do that though. It's like literally the old game just rebooted. 
Well, no, we could do each do a season on our own, oh, and right, then okay. document who did the best. Then you'd have to rely on the so you couldn't have people like winging it and not saving it when they get beaten. Really. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll screen. Or... I'll just finish. I'll be last game of the season. I'll screenshot it. I won the I like league. The... I won the league quite easily. I'd like to say I like that. I'll but you're in the kitchen with your suit on. Well, you know, obviously we're looking ahead to next year. Referring to selling them third person. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Goldsmith only wants the best for Sunderland Association Football Club, and if the money's have not been released to me, I will be moving on. Or he putting pressure on the chairman. I was getting stressed with the budget I was giving. <laughs> <laughs> Very realistic. Real, yeah, real yeah, issues. Exactly. Exactly. But I, um, yeah, we turned up. Shall we go home? <laughs> So no, you're desperate now, aren't you? Have a quick. Have a, no. I'll just have a game. You stood up as a meat shaker as we speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wake up with like keys and like stuck to your face and that off the keyboard. This what I would say if there are any other uh, addicts out there who are worrying about relapsing. This version's okay because it's so simplistic. <laughs> No, but it's yeah. so simplistic. You do, it's you just a pint. You do. It's just <laughs> one pint. You don't waste too much time yeah. on it. It's, it's yeah. all right. You just you can just rattle through it yeah. and just keep going to the weekend fixtures and, and rattle a season. He's like Henry fine. Sellers from Father Ted when he has a sip of alcohol. He's <laughs> off in the, into the woods, have to shoot him down. And that. <laughs> but yeah, that'll, that I'll look forward to seeing it's you. Good escape, isn't it? In Barnes Park. Nice escape, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Cuddling my life. <laughs> <laughs> I made Sunderland AFC. Sack me. In his Hummel tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing, yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Just a Vox, like, tattooed all over it. Oh, I wish make, we had Hummel well, as a kid's sponsor. Well, it does make it nostalgic, actually. All the, like, the players you can pick, like, sort of Gordon Armstrong in midfield and stuff, and... Kieran Brady, who was in the studio with us last yeah. week, picking him on on that. And so I picked him. Do you send? Yeah, did he take a photo? Right, I picked you. No, I didn't. He'd didn't. be my team any day. No, Kieran. I didn't. The most surprising thing is Mick Harford was my top scorer. He was really good. We we'll remember how mm. rubbish he was actually mm. for Sunderland. So maybe not realistic, right? Shall we go now? We'll have nobody still listening. Just a little <laughs> pre- a little preempt to get yourself to the Peacock on Saturday. Obviously, we'll be there again. Um. For the Cardiff game. Any uh, special guests that people can kick off about? Well, we think. <laughs> well, we think. Um, we think um, it's gonna. It is gonna be Kieran Brady, isn't it? I, don't, I, I love all this Kieran Brady at the minute. He's like our very own like we Pat Nevin, you know. <laughs> he seems like cool, we're just in, well-read we're, guy. We're you deep know? in negotiations at the moment. He's gonna take over David Price, isn't he? We're in the nego- yeah. We're in the negotiation period. So um, trying to get it over trying line. to get the deal over a line before the before the, before the this is the issue. Wouldn't for real closes. Tell me you can have a go on Stephen's uh, champ man <laughs> from '93. <laughs> Manage yourself. Yeah, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? You'll probably do it anyway. Shall we finish? Now? Yes. It's got to tell. It's gonna be rubbish at the end, doesn't it? But 45 minutes, nonetheless. Oh, 45 minutes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>